0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com.
1: Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for
0: details. You're listening to FTO Podcast on the FTO Network. Listen and enjoy. All right, how's it going, guys? D here, FTO nerd talk, and uh, I got a special guest today, Gabby. Um, Gabby's the uh, person I met on Twitter. Talked to her about colorism and, and nerdum pretty much. How's it going, Gabby? Thanks for joining the show.
1: It's going well. Thank you for having me. Yeah.
0: Um, so I made a post a couple of days ago. It was uh, Logan, Logan Lawrence, and it was casting her as Riri Williams, as well, casting her as Riri Williams in, like, in just a, a, a fan casting film. And they got a lot of backlash, <laughs> like a lot of backlash. Like, yeah, I
1: felt bad.
0: Uh, <laughs> why did you feel bad because of the backlash?
1: I felt bad because I don't think that was your intention. I think that you just really liked the actress yeah. and thought she would do a good job. Yeah, I don't think your intention was to like perpetuate Hollywood's nonsense. <laughs>
0: And do you see that very often in like in nerddom? cuz I, I looked at your page also you also you're a big nerd you're hardcore nerd stuff <laughs> but you're also like an activism as well like did you see a lot of that uh that intentional fan casting or intentional uh I guess I will say like a uh, colorism or or dark washing I see it I witnessed it
1: on several occasions but I feel like it kind of goes Under addressed, so for instance, raising Dion. Um, I haven't seen a series yet that I I had on my watch list. And the original, um, I guess promo for the comic book, uh, starred a a dark African American mother with her son. And then when it got brought to Hollywood, they felt the need to make her a lighter African American woman with looser hair texture, lighter eyes, etc. And uh, I see that kind of thing a lot, you know.
0: And I get how like a lot of people can get angry about what I did and compare those two things, but uh, like you just said, mm. that was not my intention was to do that.
1: Yeah, but, I didn't think it was your intention. That's why I kind of came to you the way I did.
0: <laughs> and and you know, like you know, you said like you know I would want to go with a darker choice for Ruby Williams, but uh, but definitely like then you just added what actor you want to play that part instead, and I I appreciate like the way you the way you address that. I, yeah. I also had like a few other people who came on my page, and I they said some things, and a lot of people responded to what they said, and no one wanted to get back to me about it. You're the only person who actually said, like, you know what? I will do your podcast. I will talk to you about this situation and see like see where you're coming from and decide. And for that, I do appreciate it.
1: Oh no, of course. I feel like on Twitter, I can be kind of. I don't want to say aggressive because I don't want to paint myself as like the aggressive black woman. But on Twitter, I feel like I can be a lot more spoken. Whereas in person, um, I'm open to like all types of discussion, questions, etc. Like if somebody is coming to me, either just to talk about something or to like, whatever, like I'm, I feel like I'm a very open person.
0: Where does that line get crossed for you though? Like uh, say you're talking with someone and you do have that kind of, that, that welcoming interaction with someone, Where's, where does that line get crossed from when like you're having a, a decent conversation to, okay, you cross the line and we can't go any further. Where does that usually sound for you?
1: I think it comes from disrespect. I feel like, and also just like a willing and unwillingness to listen. I've, I've heard it called um, being intentionally obtuse, yeah. like let's saying I'm having a discussion with somebody on Twitter and they continuously either misread or dismiss whatever points I'm making. I don't feel the need to further that discussion because none of us are getting anything out of that discussion. No, I'm just pretty getting pretty much uh, gaslighting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Nothing is nothing um, fruitful is coming from that conversation.
0: I get that. I can completely understand and respect a out of that. Uh, you got any, any instances, any situations where that may have happened you want to share with us?
1: Um, Honestly, with the way Twitter is, probably all too often. <laughs> all too often, I can't even pin one down.
0: I'm sure we can go to your page and find one post and the right. I'm just, sure. Yeah, you can. Yeah, though so I get that all too well Also, uh, this, and I think like for me, one of the big reasons why this hit me so hard because this is my first time stuff like this has ever happened to me on Twitter.
1: Yeah, like on yeah. Facebook,
0: it was a norm because it's Facebook. That's where most of the conservatives <laughs> hang out. But uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter, it really caught me off guard. And the fact that it was like it was a majority of black folks. Uh, yeah. so, this is the part that's gonna like get a little tricky to talk about because I don't usually talk about this out loud. It's mostly in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was mostly black people saying that a black person isn't black enough to play a black character, and that that was the part that was striking me the most. Okay, on this, on this entire conversation and. Yeah. I understand like the side like that that most people were coming at. Like, you know, the character is dark skinned in the book, so she should be dark skinned inside like, you know, a live action feature also. Yeah. And they were also kind of negl- negating the fact that she she is herself and sees herself as black, even if a majority of people don't see her that way. I think that was yeah. the part that rubbed me that rubbed me the wrong in like in the most ways possible.
1: I have trouble with that because I understand some people's points where they say they don't want to go by the one drop rule anymore. It was created to, I guess, separate us, whatever, right? Yeah. At the same time, I don't feel like it's my job to go around invalidating other people's blackness, you know? I don't feel like I have that power, regardless of whether or not I am, my, both my parents are black. I don't feel like it should be me going around saying, oh, no, she's not. She's not black, you know, but at the same time, um, I don't know if it's people thinking she's not black enough. I think it's just like, you'll see like the representation we get. We can go yeah. back as far as like, uh, in the nineties, let's say one of your TikTok
0: videos showed up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the, um,
0: the black women of Netflix, I think it was. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. And it's always, I feel like it's always the, uh, the same type, you know,
0: light so, skin, like, yeah. light, light bouncy curly hair. Yeah. Yes.
1: Beautiful hair. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's Beautiful skin too.
0: But yeah, right. That's exactly exactly. What it is.
1: right. Beautiful women. like, And I do not want to invalidate their blackness at all. But it's always that type, you know. We rarely, rarely get to see um, a dark skin, unambiguous uh, black woman in a leading role, you know.
0: And when you do, it's usually folks like either like how you see right now with Monique going through the the process with Netflix or you see Viola Davis Mm -hmm. who's being shortchanged with the roles that she gets, you know, she has all these accolades. No, I I completely get it.
1: Yes. And Viola Davis is an amazing actress and oh my God. Like,
0: I'm not sure if you follow her Instagram page, but uh, uh, everything she talks about is activism. Currently, everything, oh everything we're doing right now is <laughs> activism. Everything <laughs> she posted is either about like struggle that she went through or what's going on right now, or how people should be paying attention to X, Y, or Z or p- police brutality. So she's doing her part, but still she doesn't get the respect or, or you know, exactly. admiration she deserves in Hollywood.
1: Exactly.
0: I, I also saw on your TikTok page that you had a, you had a comment that someone was on your page about how they thought you were white
1: oh uh, my god some older
0: some older white woman thought that you were white and like she <laughs> thought that that what you were saying was invalid because she thought you were white
1: yes oh my god and anybody is you guys can go on my instagram um what's the page at gabby with a dot y and it's spelled like g a b b y w i t h a dot y right I'll put it in the
0: description also thank
1: you yes you can go on my page you can see that i i consider myself brown skin I don't feel like I'm getting the same colorism that darker skinned women get. And I also do not feel like I am light enough to receive um, the benefits, I guess, of colorism, the, whatever.
0: The, privilege that you would get for being now? I guess benefits would be a better option and privilege. Yeah,
1: like, yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. So this, I post this picture on Twitter um, under the hashtag like I am black. It was like a celebration that, that black people all over the diaspora mm. are doing. And I post this picture. And um, this woman, it gets a decent amount of likes. I rarely get that many likes on Twitter. Um, This woman comes under my page, and I don't know if she's a troll or if she genuinely believes this, but she says, I see white, right? And then this just, like, annoys me so much because I feel like whenever um, we see – I'm not going to, you know, hype myself up in any way, but I feel like whenever people see – uh a black woman that they find uh attractive. They try to invalidate her blackness by saying, like, oh, she must have white ancestry. I've seen it with fiance, with uh whoever, you know? And it's I, like
0: there was an incident that happened with me and my wife. My wife is white and my son is biracial and okay. we were at a we were at a restaurant and a woman says like, uh, oh wow he is just so beautiful. and my wife said to him like oh yeah yeah he's like he's like the right kind of right kind of mix right oh my god like being condescending towards her and she didn't even seem to understand the fact that my wife my wife was being condescending to her so i get exactly what you're talking about
1: yes yeah and that it irks me so much because i feel like of course african americans have um european admixture because of slavery of course yeah exactly like we even if we all say we're fully black we're only as fully black as we can be because of of slavery and what happened to our, our ancestors. You you had a,
0: you had a third president who pretty much just made it a a fucking game of doing something like that. So no, I get it completely.
1: Yes, exactly. But I feel like to and this kind of goes with invalidating someone's blackness is why I don't feel like it's my job. I feel like to say that is to say that just being black isn't enough to be beautiful, you know, and that it really, it grinds my gears.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So to speak. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, no, I get that. I get that completely. Um, there's a lot of other things in your page also like you like you said for the Netflix, the Netflix, uh, the black woman on Netflix that you have. You also have, uh, the, the stories of colorisms of part one and part two also. Mm.
1: Well,
0: what prompted you to make those videos on your TikTok page?
1: Um, I don't even let's okay. My mother, um, she's a fair skinned black woman and she used to tell me stories. She was born in the 60s, early 60s. She used to tell me stories about how her grandmother, who, on her father's side, who was also fair-skinned, um, how she used to treat, how her grandmother used to treat um, her cousins, her darker cousins, poorly. And how she used to elevate like my mom and the other like, fair-skinned black children. And how that used to make my mom so upset. So my mom, from a very young age, taught me, like we didn't even have a word for it at that time, but she used to call it color-struck. She used oh, wow. to say, yes, she used to t- teach me how, like, some members in her family were color struck and how how bad and how, like, vile um, that was. And I, like I tell you, like, I'm brown. My mother, I was never made to feel less than in any way, shape, or form. Like, my mother constantly um, told us how beautiful we were because of our skin tone, not despite it, despite it. So I feel like those lessons from my mother, in addition just to, like, what I've been seeing in the media especially young adult media on netflix uh kind of prompted that
0: let's let's talk about the media for a second uh outside of outside of hollywood all the protesting okay. that you've been seeing all the, all the activism that you've been seeing and uh i guess we can bring like like congress people and the president inside but also like what what has, what has been your big takeaway after seeing all of this has been happening so far like do you have a takeaway to all uh-huh. this
1: I'm okay, so I'm twenty. So when Oh
0: you're fresh right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so when when um Trayvon Martin was murdered, I was only twelve, you know. Were you so uh, I didn't, were you aware of what happened? Yes. Yeah, and, I was aware. Why
0: it happened, I'm assuming.
1: Well, sort of. I'm writing an article about this for my, my school's uh paper. Oh wow. I and in the article I say like I was aware that um that black people, you know, were kind of seen as more threatening or more the
0: antagonist, of the United yes, States? antagonist
1: yeah. yes and i i kind of was aware of that at, at, at 12 you know our parents give us the talk the police etc so i guess i knew why but i just didn't know how bad it was you know when you're, you're 12 you don't really know how bad it was right and then i'm seeing like you know whatever eight years uh i can't math but <laughs> however many years later um that I don't wanna say not much has changed because people are doing like these protests are still going on. Yeah. You know. It's been forty nine days and they're still going on and people are still talking about Brianna Taylor.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah. I I'd like to say that there's a difference. I don't know if I have a big takeaway, except for I've never seen anything like this. Not like you know? this, no. I've never.
0: No, not, not in all fifty states, not in uh what, right. most, not in most uh, most countries outside and the US. T- no.
1: Exactly.
0: No. exactly like I, I i saw i saw a video of berlin of someone riding a train in berlin and seeing all like the people who were protesting it was hungry wow. people protesting the same thing that we're protesting and yes i'm not sure if you saw the, the late little, <clears throat> the latest trend on twitter but uh the met police in the uk they they did the same thing. They put their knee on a black person's Jesus neck. And Christ. yeah. So the same thing is it's still happening all over the place. And people are people are just like getting tired and fed up of it. Where uh yeah. me as a as a darker skinned black person, I'm getting mm. tired of seeing it as the antagonist of the United States. I, yeah. I, I can't on Saturday morning cartoons.
1: Yeah. Cause I do feel like uh, um black men and black women do go through similar things, but I do feel like it's on a different scale like as you like you know like Sandra Bland was also killed by the police
0: yeah yeah And that was cover-up pretty uh yes. not, oh, there was video like of them throwing away the rope after like you know yeah. like and no one said anything about this no one did anything about this yeah so There's, yeah that, that 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 haunts me a lot
1: yeah I ugh, I can't imagine but I do feel like um that black men are seen as these, and I have two brothers, so and two nephews, so and like my brothers are like respectively five, eleven and six, two, and so like it's just I can't imagine anybody seeing them as an aggressor, like they're both like the sweetest like they're older than me, sweetest, most annoying like <laughs> people <laughs> on earth, and it just it baffles me that that's the first thing somebody sees when they see them, you know.
0: No, I, I get that, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had to cut my hair a lot as a kid because uh, I couldn't have it be too big. So, no, I, I get that also. Yeah. Like, it's like those. Uh, we You talked about the talk with your family. Uh, I never had that talk, but TV taught me that talk quite a few times yeah. in different films and, you know, specials that are out there. I think we call them, like, uh, block parties or. Mm, like, uh, after
1: school specials. Yeah.
0: Town Hall is what we call them now.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They, they were like the Ask the School special, or like the PSA you saw after like the Transformers or G.I. Joe or <laughs> something like that. That was my talk for me because yeah. my my mom's generation, they didn't like to have that kind of talk with kids. You know, the diaspora of Black people from the South, like they don't like to talk about racism in the South whatsoever. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. But yeah. Like, I get it completely. And now we have uh, John Lewis, who just passed away. He was like, uh, he, he's still with Martin Luther King and Selma. He he, yeah. he pretty much started, like, the Civil Rights Movement with Martin Luther King Jr. So, and now he's gone. Like, uh, does that touch you in any certain way?
1: I wish I knew his work more than I did. I feel like I'm just coming into this, um, I feel like, every, not every, I don't want to generalize. We're not a monolith. but I feel like um, a large majority... Amount
0: what (laughs) happened a a large amount of black people i get that no
1: um i was gonna say uh i feel like uh a majority of uh, like black people go through this thing we either like in late high school or early in college where they're kind of like looking themselves in the mirror and like trying to figure themselves out so i have been doing a lot more digging into civil rights movement i'm reading something by bell hooks right now but i don't know um john lewis's work as a I wish I knew more about his life and legacy. So I will do some digging into that. But I do I just want to say that it's like the more of our heroes that die off, the easier it's going to be for people to say it was so long ago. And that frightens me, you know?
0: Well, uh, like you just says, the protests have been on for almost 40 days plus, 49, 40 days plus right now. I don't think anyone's going to say it's going to be uh X amount of time uh, days ago or whatnot, but uh, yeah. I do I do understand what you're saying because that is like you know a normal trope that people like to throw in your face or gaslight, gaslight right. you with. Uh, <clears throat> this is my first time having a conversation of this sensitive nature, so that's why I'm stepping on my words a lot. I'm using them them a little more, <laughs> a little more smooth when it comes to this. But uh, this is a, a touchy subject for me, and I usually keep the podcast. A bit more lighter than this, using yeah. my co-host Shaza, who uh, who had like the, the the vocal tone about these type of type of subjects. But mm. I appreciate you sharing your thoughts with me. I appreciate you joining me on this podcast. Uh, of course, this was not supposed to be some kind of validation or vindication for me in that post. I still stand by what I posted. I was not <laughs> I was not trying to be antagonistic towards anyone about anything. It's just like like you said, I thought that she would be a good actor for the role. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining me, Gabby. This has been great.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: All right. Uh, and where can people find you again on Twitter and TikTok?
1: On TikTok, it's Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y, B-B-Y underscore on TikTok. And on Twitter, um, I don't even know if I'm going to give you guys my Twitter because I'm a little <laughs> radical
0: on Twitter, <laughs> No, it's cool. <laughs> I get it.
1: But <laughs> so you can definitely find me on TikTok. There you
0: go. Just stick to the TikTok. All right. it right. you, guys. <laughs> Hey, you amazing independent comic creators, do you have something special you want to share with the world? Have you got a finished product? Are you looking to have your comic creation published and made available for your friends? Well here at Amazing Action Comics, that's what we do. We publish creator-owned content, which means you own the rights to your creation, always, the way it was always meant to be. We just help bring it to your fans through digital and or print solutions. We are currently seeking new and fresh content to add to the Amazing Action Comics family. So visit us at www.amazingactioncomics.com and submit your project today. What are you waiting for? Go, now. And remember to always be amazing, stay amazing, read something amazing.